Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience.
Thank you for tonight. Thank you for an opportunity to be together with you through your spirit, through your word. Thank you for an opportunity to share fellowship one with another. As we interact with your word and with your spirit, speak to us in a special way. Let your river flow tonight and let us reach you and you reach us. As a church, move us forward and transform us in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. All right, you may be seated. Wow, what a blessing. It's good to be together again. And I believe that it's our chance for us to sharpen one another. Amen. Tuesday nights are for sharpening ourselves as workers of God. Do you get it? So we come every Tuesday um, to revive ourselves as we labor in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Laborers are special, you know. In Matthew chapter 9, Jesus said, the Bible says, when Jesus saw them, he had compassion on them, verse 36, for they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Amen. Amen. Then Jesus gave a prayer topic. He said, pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he will send more laborers, more workers into the vineyard. Amen. 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 The solution to people being scattered and people fainting is more laborers. So when we come like this in a meeting where laborers can be strengthened, laborers can be taught, laborers can be encouraged, we should be excited. Amen. Because we are doing exactly what Jesus asked them to do. Can I get an amen from you? And for the next couple of weeks, I'm preaching from a couple of books. Uh, unfortunately, I don't see all of them here, but the ones here, I'll let you know. Um, I'm preaching from, first thing is that we are talking about church growth, and we believe that it's possible for the church to grow. Can you see an Amen. It's possible for God's church to grow, for the church to grow where you are. The church cannot only grow at, it's not a coconut tree that only grows at the beach. It can grow everywhere. Amen. So it's possible. And this book contains various strategies for church growth. All right. 
is written by the prophet called Church Growth. It is possible. And, and these books that are mentioned, they are our working tools. Do you get They are not just, that's why I started from where I started from last week. They are not just um, products for decor. You put in your house and you look very church involved. Not just, not just spiritual, but like church minded because each of them has a title, church, church growth. It is possible. The mega church. So it's like you are a church person. It's like Amazon church, like church, church. You, you know the way it is. Uh-huh. Do you get also um, the mega church, which I'll come to. So um, the other book also that we are working with, which I can't, maybe see, I just can't see, maybe when, if I mention it, somebody will see it. Church planting, okay? Church is the first book. Oh, good. I told you that if I mention it, somebody will see it. Yeah. This is an old type. Prehistoric. It's like a Datsun 160Y. Old type, but it has the same engine and facility. So, church planting, which is what we are doing, planting churches, planting basentes, centers everywhere, okay? These books form our material or yeah, our material for church growth and for doing the church work. Amen. So, it's like all the wisdom strategies and keys are found in these books that I'm talking about, Okay? The other book that I, I am looking for is The Double Missionary Mega Church. Double Missionary Multiple Mega Church. You get it? I can't see it. Okay? Good. And that book has our church growth campaigns. Amen. One of the most difficult part of the church is growing the church. We have 10 members, moving them from 10 to 30, from 30 to 70, 70 to 100. It's not a simple, you have, if, you, if you try it, then you will see that, look, it's not a simple, simple thing. And today we learned from flow prayer that there are barriers, church growth barriers. Do you see? And the surprising thing we learned was the basic unit of authority is the centurion pastor. It's like you, you are a, like, I don't even want to say low, but like entry level pastor. Level 100, level 1 pastor is the centurion pastor, which is a pastor who is responsible, has authority over 100 people. That's the entry level of authority. That's why when they came to Jesus, they told him, they said, this centurion, like this is a centurion, he has power and authority over 100 people. So some of us should reintroduce ourselves as film stars. Um, yes. Media, airport stars. Stop going around and say, I'm pastor. Look. You are in the choir. 
So let's say, Pastor Melly, that you play music. You just say, I'm in the music department. Do you get it? But if you go around saying, I'm Pastor this, Pastor that. Yeah, I'm, I'm in charge of, tra- I'm in transportation. You, do, do, do you get it? Do you, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, we should redefine ourselves because just the entry level that we can have authority. Yeah, I mean, first level, like, like you've come to the university and you are doing introduction to pastoring, introduction to a course. It's like you must have 100. It's like you are the centurion. Sure. Charlie, as I was as I was watching and praying, my knees were moving like that. Cray, 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 cray. I could see that we were really far. Or oh, we are really far. Do you get it? So in that book that I'm looking for, but God is taking us there. Amen. Yeah, that's the book we are looking for. Double the double mega missionary church. And this has our church growth campaigns, which is a campaign, is a set of progressive, a, systematic, a set of systematic, progressive, and aggressive activities towards a goal. And our goal is church growth. Do you get it? So that's why we are looking at even various principles, things that will help us to make the church grow. And this book has the list of 22 campaigns which we are believing God and deploying to help us grow the church. Do you get it? We have the soul winning and mission consciousness campaign. The state of the flock campaign. Servant, armed, and trained campaign. Anna, your prophet. Hearing and seeing. Then what? Anti-Brutish. Basenta and Basenta, Basanta, Batenta, proliferation. Then what? Building campaign. Then what again? Take your time. It's in an order. That's why you remember. You see, by the time you feel you count, you have written seven. And you are wondering, where is the lost one? (laughs) Where is the one that is lost? You are too aggressive. But before aggression, they're systematic. All right. After building is what? Intimate counseling. Then what? Equipment and technology campaign. Remember, it's shabby shepherding must go. So you just spell it and then you start to fill in the blanks. Equipment campaign, intimate counseling, shepherding control campaign. Then what again? Multiplicate. Now, now you can shout. Multiplication campaign, which is going out to reach out to people and bringing them into the church. That's what we usually do on Saturdays. Do you get it? Then what? Understanding campaign. Then uncles and aunties. Some of you are uncles and aunties. You don't want to accept. You still want to be a baby. You are uncles and aunties. When I bring my 16-year-olds, when they talk about the elders, they are talking about you. No, don't say yes. So you are not you are not the you I'm talking about yet. When they say 
the elders. They are talking about Zenande and Co. And remember, Zenande and Co. refer to you as the elders. Why are you making it look strange? Uh, you Saturdays, Saturdays, I'm here Saturday for Whitehead. Change the version group. Yeah. When I when I am here with, I see them when they when they say the old. I was doing come here and then choir came for rehearsal. It's like oh the old, the aunties have come for rehearsal. That's that's how I knew that Zenande and Co are in the aunties. Uh-huh. And then Zenande them look at. They look at <laughs> So you know the way it's going. Okay. After aunties and uncles, which one? Swollen Sunday campaign, which is what we are doing on the 14th of May. 14th of May. The whole idea of Swollen Sunday is that we stretch ourselves. But Pastor, where are the people who came on the last Swollen Sunday? Uh, look, some people was somebody told me I got born again. There's somebody Swollen Sunday or something. Yeah, this year. Oh, Swollen Sunday, the last Swollen Sunday before this one, the last flood, the last this. That's when I got born again. I'm in the church. Yeah, you'll be surprised. So, 14th of May, we have our Swollen Sunday, Jesus Sunday. We are stretching ourselves to bring every. Everybody we know to be part of it. It's Prophet's 60th birthday. Yeah. This, this, this birthday is themed 80 minus 20. Yeah, 80 minus 20. Do you get it? Yeah, 60th birthday special celebration. So we are celebrating it with souls. Amen. Then after Swollen Sunday, what do we have? Sheep seeking. Of all that you have given me, I have lost none of them except the son of perdition. And there are not so many sons of perdition. Maybe one or two and then three, but not so many. Yeah, one or two and then three, but not so many. Do you get it? So to seek the sheep and to follow them up and to look for them and to help them stabilize in the house of the Lord. It's all part of this campaign. Amen. That's why we don't just say, go and be lost. No. Who gives birth at a hospital and then when he says, go and be lost? No. Yeah, next one is what? Sunday management, which is the management of the Sunday service. The prayer that goes in the night before towards um, even the Sunday service. Some of you sleep like a bat. You don't wake up to pray at all. After you have run around the whole Saturday chasing the sheep and doing multiplication campaigns, so winning everything. Then you go and sleep and when you sleep, you go to the afterlife. Then you come back. Then you wake up at nine o'clock. You are going to look for the sheep. The devil has come to take them already. Instead of waking up at dawn to pray for them, to pray that they don't disappear, they don't run away, you know, pray for them and bind the devil's activities again. You have slept, uh, even you have slept on your husband's uh, arm. 
He wants to pray. He can't move. So you have locked him down. So he's not praying. You are not praying. When he moves, uh-uh. only five minutes. Yeah, you've gone to braid the hair. The wig you have put is also heavy. So the, the weight of your head plus the weight of the wig all has locked him down. Hey. But I pray, so what do you think? It's a very wild thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next one is which one? Testimony campaign. People giving testimonies of what the Lord has done for the next one is what? Telepass train. Telepass. That's why you get some calls at home to check on you. Check how it's all under telepass train campaign. And the next one is what? Tangerine campaign. I'll explain that one to you. It's not from fruit and veg. I'll explain it to you. It will come in my preaching, so I'll explain it to you. Tangerine campaign. Yeah. Gathering bus campaign. That's transport. That's where Pastor Spa is. <laughs> transport. Then organize creative arts, which is dancing stars, film stars, rap stars. D stars, A stars, S stars, all stars. Yeah, right, yeah. Culinaries, no, they are Sunday management. Do you get it? All stars, anything that soloists, choir, all these things come and direct. Amen. So these are the things we are looking at. And today, we are at principles of church growth from this book, The Mega Church. Amen. The mega church, the last chapter of the mega church, which talks about principles, 14 principles for church growth. And I said, to do these things, we have to be, number one, devoted to it. Because we saw a church in Acts chapter 2 that grew, and they said they were devoted. The people who were doing the, who were doing the church or involved in the church, they were devoted. So I said, three important keys that we need. Before even we start taking the strategies and the principle, devotion. Devotion. What did we say devotion meant? We said what? A zealous attachment and enthusiasm towards for a person or an activity. So if this activity is church growth, it's an enthusiasm to be zealously enthused about church, the church growing. And when I say the church, it includes your basenta. You know, when we use the word church, everybody turns and starts to look at the pastors, forgetting that your basenta is part of the church. It's like the human body. Maybe you are the knee. You are the knee. So when we talk about the body, stop looking at the head. The knee is also part of the body. Maybe your basenta is the knee basenta. That's why it has a lot of hardened guys. Do you get it? But they are all part of the church. So your basenta must also grow. And it will take a certain zealous enthusiasm about it growing. Amen. Then we talked about what? Commitment. Is that not so? What did we say? Commitment means a dedication towards something, faithfulness or loyalty towards it. 
Look, it's better to have one dedicated person, one committed person, one devoted person than 1,000 uncommitted, undevoted, and faithful people. The day you expect them here, they will not be here. Do you see? You put bones and meat in your mouth to chew because you can count on your teeth that they are always there. The day you put something there and then your tooth is not there, you will stop putting things in your mouth to chew because you can't rely on your teeth. Amen. God wants people he can rely on. Jesus said to Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. God needed a solid thing to build a church, not something that is whimsical. Something that is, today is here, tomorrow is not there. Today, is, some of you have mood swings. Today you are here, tomorrow you are there. It's almost like we are living with a bipolar person. Today you are happy, tomorrow you are, you are moody. Today you are excited as we are doing the church work. Tomorrow you, you have a look, an unapproachable look. Nobody can even look in your eyes twice. I said, to make, you make eye contact once, then you blink long to break the... Yeah, it's like maybe you just took a look on, 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 on plan, basically. But if you see the look, the mood look, you blink very hard, and then it's like it's been a long blink. Like, so if by the time your eye opens, you have turned your head, it's not a problem. And then we said the third. Let's. Uh, uh, Let's go. We are going somewhere. Why? Yeah. Then I said the third thing is what? An account. A certain aggression. Some things only respond to force. It's like love. Everybody and their love language. Yeah. Some ladies want flowers. Some want um, chocolate. Some want what? Ice cream. Some want to be taken on holidays. Those who are mad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Please, no. Easy, easy, easy. No. No, no, easy. Easy. I'm not saying that those who are mad want to be taken on holiday. We are listening to a message right now called Those Who Are Mad. Do you get it? And track two of those who are mad prophet talks about somebody on holiday, taking to holiday. That, so, please, I'm not saying that if your wife says take her to holiday, so those who are mad. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some want in Pocotto. Some want this. Different people and different things. Do you see? Some want you to buy them. Some just want you to sit down, put your phone away and let's talk and look at them. Even if we are not talking, just look at me. Some want you to talk to them only when the game is on. So turn off the game and talk to them. That one I don't understand, but... (laughs) That language is difficult for me. (laughs) You talk to them in the morning, it doesn't matter. All the talking you have to... When the game is on... Yes, it's like you are saying the game is more important than me. That's why you don't want to turn off the game. And 
I read somewhere that a good wife, listen, listen carefully, listen properly, like Jacob Zuma said, a good wife is somebody who is a wife that finds what the husband enjoys and puts a stop to that nonsense. But not in this church. The wives in this church, they don't do that. Hallelujah. And I'm saying that, why are we saying all these people respond to different things? And some people can only respond when they see that you are aggressive, you are, you are, you are forceful. Not that you are harassing them, but they see that whatever you are doing, you are passionate about it, consumes you. you are, not that when they say, I can't come, no, you have given up. And all of you know how to do it. When you are chasing a girl, you, you, you ask her for her number, you call, she'll ghost you, you, but you still persist and you still press until you break through. Do you get it? You know how to do it. You will travel. You will travel from here to Mpumalanga, travel from here to Cape Town, travel from here to Johannesburg, just to... Where is Shondag? Okay. Amen. Amen. Travel all over the place. Spend money, go to places, take her to Deban. You come back. There's all kinds of things. The sheep also want to see that you are serious. Yeah, you are serious. Yeah, they also want to see if you persist, if you are passionate, about, if you are aggressive, if you are what. And that's the what they will respond to. That's what that you are not giving up. But some of us, a little, I mean, she just rolled her eye a little at you. What if she rolled her whole head? Do you get it? Uh-huh. So, it is also necessary as we apply these things. Good. Now, church growth principles or principles for church growth. Number one, the first principle we want to deploy is the principle of the, more, the multiplied senior pastor. Principle number one, the multiplied senior pastor. What does it mean? It means that in, in, in the church, there's one senior pastor. But if the senior pastor can reproduce himself, he can be reproduced like photocopied all around, such that instead of one senior pastor, we are all senior pastors. Straight away, the church will grow. The church will grow. Straight up, the church will grow. What does it mean? Hey, Bishop, are you saying that, okay, next Sunday is my, next Tuesday is my time to preach, then the next Tuesday is, then, yes, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm surprised that you got it so quickly. That's what I'm saying. I'm expecting you to also organize a congregation like I've organized a congregation and preach to them like I'm preaching to you. That's what I'm saying. Exactly what I'm saying. So, what does the senior pastor do? What does the center leader do? Let's, let's even use a center. I think it will even throw more light. A center has what? The center pastor, but center leaders and members. If all the center leaders start to do what the center leader does, so that in one center, instead of having one center leader, it's like there are about 12 other people who are behaving like the center leader, which is doing all the things the center leader is doing. The center will start to explode. Yeah. 
Eastwood, what is their center now called? Anaka, Anadea. Anadea. If we had 12 of Pastor Spa in Anadea, Anadea will start to grow suddenly. The reason why Anadea is just growing slowly instead of rapidly, because there's only one Pastor Spa. If Ratiwe will grow, wake up and say, look, I'm also a Pastor Spa. I'm also a Pastor Spa. I'm going to do, what does Pastor Spa do? I'm going to sit and make a, what does he, he calls the people? What, what do you do? I don't want to assume. He called the people, so I'm also going to call them. You are Ratiwe, right? He calls the people, you are also going to call the people. He, vis- he has a list. Before even he calls, he has a list. I'm talking to you. Keep your eye on me. Before he even calls, he has a list of all of you. So you too have a list of your members. He calls them. Then what? He visits them. What does it mean? Ratiwe. He calls them. He visits them. What does it mean? Then it means if we have the, a multiplier, it means Ratiwe must also wake up and start visiting the people. So ask for me. I'm just waiting for Pastor Spa to come and visit me. How many times will we visit you? Your house has not changed. Not even when we visit, your sugar is finishing because you make coffee. Then you make coffee. You make coffee. Then sugar is finishing. Every time we come, you make coffee and biscuit. Sometimes even the biscuit that you serve is the children's lunch that you pick. There are four children, so you pick one, 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 one. Then just nice. I mean, pastor cannot come that you don't, you know. So it's too much. You too. Visit other people. When he visits, what does he do? He encourages you. He strengthens you. So you to visit other people, encourage them and strengthen them. Without that, Pastor Spa will have to visit you and visit the people under you. When will he finish? One human being. He's a father. He has a lot of children. I think all the people in his house are his children. A lot of them. He has to come and play fatherly role. Then play husband role. Then he's a worker at his workplace. He has to come and do his work. When would he do all these things? But if you will rise up, some six to ten people under his care will be cared for just the same way he cares for you. I'm sure you are here tonight because he brought you here. Who is here tonight because of you? Not Ratiu, I mean you. She just, her name comes nice. Do, do you get it? You are here because of your center pastor, but who is here because of you? What else do you do? He evangelizes. Soul winning campaign, multiplication campaign. You also have to do the same. Saturday he's busy, you must be busy. You can't be relaxing and drinking coconut juice at home whilst he's busy going to different, trying to locate people. It's like he's looking for terrorists in corners, different places. And you are sitting down watching Movango, the rerun of Movango. Omnibus of Movango. Church of God, are you understanding? So all of us, all of us must be doing the same thing, which means we have multiplied. We have photocopied ourselves. We are all doing, all of us are doing the same things. Yeah, that's what makes a church grow. 
but you are just sitting down breathing oxygen in and out. Oxygen in, what out? Carbon dioxide. Look at what you are even bringing out. Carbon dioxide. Some of it mixed with Doritos and everything. <laughs> what else do you do? Prayer. Prayer. Look, I'm not saying it to he is saying, that's why I, say, I don't want to assume. He is telling us what he is doing. As a, we are using a center as a specimen. Do you see? And he, he, he calls the people, he visits. When he visits, he does counseling. Mean, if I want to treat counseling as a separate issue. He visits, encourages everything. Then he goes on outreaches. Then he, now he prays for the people. That's why I'm saying, you can't be sleeping Sunday night. You sleep from Saturday till it's church service time. And then you are able to even be late. In addition, you, you sleep the whole night and yet you are also late. UKZ, and I think we should be here 9 a.m. Sundays, I'll be here to pray with you. Yeah. You can't sleep the whole night. You have slept. You to wake up and pray some. Wake up and pray some. Walking in my house like an arm robber. Just praying in the night. <laughs> oh, yes. So then he's praying. You should also pray. Not just Saturday night to Sunday, but prayer for the people throughout the week. Because he's praying for you throughout the week. But so, I'm waiting. Only the pastor must pray. Well, the center can only grow to the capacity of his prayer. Like, not, let me know if it, like the amount of prayer that he's able to pray. If you were also ready to pray to join what he's praying, the thing will grow bigger because more prayer will go to heaven and more people's lives will be affected. What else do you do? Charlie, the way you are sweating. He sweats. You can also sweat. Transportation. Even before we can, even waking the people up in the morning. Waking them up in the morning. Chasing them, getting, that's what we call mobilization. Mobilization is in two parts, getting the people and then transporting them. Waking them up in the morning. You live next to the people. We have to come all the way from Eastern Cape to come and wake them. Meanwhile, you live next to them. Why don't you wake up and go and wake them? Wouldn't it be easier to say, oh, I had, you say, I had something, Pastor Spa, I had something when the bishop was preaching the other day, said that he called some particular people, he said, call you KZN or something of the sort. He said that they should meet him at a spot at 9 a.m. So why can't we also be the people to meet him at the spot? We are going to wake up and mobilize our people so we can be there. Even if we are late, 9.30, we are there, we can say, she, blah, 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 to 10 o'clock. I think that is a good idea. But until you wake up, to, it cannot be done. Because by the time we move from here to your place to start waking them, some of them to when they sleep, they go very far. You need transportation to go and fetch them from there where they slept to, to bring them back into their body to wake them. So it takes a long time. By the time we finish waking everybody, for them to start brushing their teeth, it's, it's 10 o'clock. No wonder Pastor Star usually gets here at half past 11. 
half past 11. That's his normal. When he's preaching, I don't know how he manages. Half past 11, he's now getting here from going to wake you up. Okay, not you, the people up. But if we who are working with him will rise up and say, look, as for the people in Bafa, Pastor Stuart, don't come there. I have them on lock. Oh, no, I have them on lock. Don't come. Don't, don't even come on Saturday. I have everybody on lock. You, I want, oh, uh, we'll see you on Sunday. Pastor Stuart, you stress too much. We'll see you on Sunday. Why not? Where is someone? Warb. Warb. I should come to Warb and come and wake the, the Warbs. The Warbites. The Warbs. <laughs> the Warbs. I should come to Warb and wake the Warbs. The Warbites. Those who have Warbed. <laughs> ah, meanwhile, you are at Warbs. I don't know which one is Warbs, but you are at Warbs. Or Melheb. The one I know is Denison. Is Denison the one where we play the tennis? Yes, Denison. I should come to Dennis. Oh, Bishop, when you are coming to play tennis, then you wake them up. <laughs> you are you are at Denison. <laughs> you are at Denison. Rise up and wake them all up. Imagine me at Denison at um, 8 a.m. Girls' floor. Waking. Imagine. Imagine what will be on Facebook tomorrow. Yeah. 33 slides loading Facebook. Yeah. You see, but you are at Denison. Wake them up. You are at Warps. Wake them up. Rise up and start waking them. Wear your, um, what's the name of? Bonnet. Yeah, wear your, your, wear your bonnet. Yeah, wear your pink bonnet. <laughs> Start going door to door, waking them up, waking them up. Some of them you need to pour water on them to wake up. You keep the water in their bonnet. You take from their bonnet, then you put it back. Then they'll they'll take they'll think they will with then they'll wake up. Yeah, we are going to church. I just I went, yeah, like that. Amen. Rise up, right? You, you, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Many of our pastors are trying to do their best, but we are not rising up to help them. We are not rising up to help them. So if the, everything depends on them, even to organize transport and bring, even to finance their transport depends on them. To even when they have made their money available to organize their taxi, it, it still depends on them. No, you are able to organize a taxi, take people to 21st birthday party, take people to Deban Beach. From here to Deban, 65 kilometers, 70 kilometers, you are able to organize transport from here, go and come, somebody is late, you go and pick the person, bring the person, and go to them. Just organize transport to bring your people to church on Sunday. Oh, no, Pastor Spa. Hello? You see how Pastor Spa is sweating? He's really sweating. Yeah, even thinking about making. I thought I thought one of your assistants would take a, something and come and find you, but they they don't care. Sweat. <laughs> yeah, mobilizing the people, calling them. But no, look, Church of God, think about it. If all of us were to put our hands to the plow and say, "Look, Pastor Spa, yes, you have done some. You have done some." 
this side, leave it to me. If you have time, you want to find another place and start. I know there are other types of me in other places. Start working there. But the work we have done here, leave it to me. I will maintain it. I will make sure it grows. I will do what you, the same things you did for me. I will care for them just the way you cared for me. And then you can use that care for other people. We only come to you when we have a special problem. A problem that we can't, we, 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 we don't know how to solve. Then we bring it to you that, as for this one, it's complicated. Yeah, it's a complicated. We went to take the girl, we brought her to church. Then when we drop her at home, three days later, the mother has called us that she has not come home since, since, since Sunday. This one is difficult. We don't know how. So, Pastor Spa, what should we do? Hey. May I have dropped somebody off at home after church before I saw her go into the house only to get a call later, two days later, that since she went to church, she has not come back. Yeah. Oh, so if, if you have tried to pass there a little, you by all means get some of these stories. Yeah, she has not come. Even I've had calls where it's like the person, the parents are asking that, oh, since she came for holidays at your place, she has not come back. I've not seen her at my place. <laughs> and I've not traveled. No, I'm waiting. Ask me. I'm waiting. Ask me what you want to add. Yes. She's had holidays in my house. Yes. Me, I was in my house. I haven't seen her. <laughs> I've not seen her from the time they said she... I've not seen. At least, if she's in my house, I'll feel it in the food. Nothing. She'll need to eat. She'll need. To, I've not seen her, but they say she's on holidays. She's in my house. Holidays. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Multiplied senior pastor. One of the things a pastor does is to counsel the people and talk to the people and encourage the people. Pastor Spa is talking to you. Why are you not talking to your people? He's talking to you about your school. Why are you not doing the same? Your future, what are you going to do? What are your plans? Do this, giving you counsel, sitting down. I was here for uh, Rising Stars. When I finished, I set up an office at the back. In fact, before I even came to preach, I set up an office at the back. Because once I come, I have to do counseling. The real pastoring is in counseling the people and talking to them. As you are preaching, you are just preaching. But the real pastoral work is talking to the people one-on-one. -on -one. So as soon as I got here, I pulled my chair. So I think I sent somebody. I said, bring me a second chair. And I put it at the back. I set up office. When I finished preaching, I said, I'll be in my office. <laughs> I told them. I said, when, as soon as I finish, I'm at my office. I started to hold meetings one by one by one by one by one like that. That's how it works. So he is busy. Amy, I didn't know that. I thought he was just making conversation. No, he's not making conversation. He was counseling you. If he's making, you would have talked about football. They, he's talking about your future, your life, your family, how you behave at home, how you, how you dress, how you carry yourself, how, what you are doing with your time. He's counseling you. He's trying to give you direction. Counseling is not only when somebody has a problem. Most people who have problems don't know they have a problem. 
if I bring a psychiatrist here now, all of us will say that, oh, I mean, it has nothing to do with us. It's not our bishop. You are wasting money. To, but when he starts to, he or she starts to engage us one by one. One by one, one by one, one. By the time you see everybody's writing a script, everybody take your script, take your script, different scripts. Yeah. Do, 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 do you get it? So a lot of people don't know that. They have a problem. It's when you start talking to them, then they will realize that, ah, this thing's a problem. I spoke to somebody. I mean, look, person is fine. Everything just wants to sit at home and not go to school. But as the person was coming to see me, didn't think that they, there's any problem. I mean, I've, I've studied enough, Charlie, crash and 12 years, 12 years of, of school. Plus two upgrading. Mm, even if I went to crash for two years, that's 16 years. 16 years of studying. I, th- I think I've done enough. So I'm taking a gap year. To do what? So that's me sitting. So it's in the talking, in the talking that the person realized that this thing of sitting, I told you, you see, we have learned this gap here from these type of people who it's like, look, the person has some massive inheritance. Do you get it? There's some massive money at home. Look, it's not every white man you must follow. (laughs) Yeah. There's a family inheritance. He's coming to... I went to school with, 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 with a guy. The father's policy, when you finish school, he gives you a million dollars. Now, I sat in the same school with him. <laughs> As, once you get a degree, whatever you want to, business you want to do, he gives you a starter. That's why Donald Trump said his father didn't give him anything. only gave him only one million dollars. That's the American dream. It was very tough. Only one million. <laughs> so you are sitting in class with somebody like this who has a family. He, the person doesn't need to work to be your boss. Like he doesn't need to work home. Whilst you are working, he will be your boss. Then he says he's taking a gap year. Then you two say, oh. This is how white people prosper. I'm taking a gap. And when you ask him, why are you taking a gap? He says, I want to think about my life. Like I want to think about my future. He, ha- he already has a future. That's why he's going to think about it. You and I, we don't have one. We don't have time to stop. To think of throughout the one year, you'll be thinking about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you give up, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So he has a whole future to think of. He's thinking whether he should relocate to England because his grandparents are in England. 
or he should relocate to Canada because his brothers, his big brother moved to Canada. Or he should go to Australia because it's more like South Africa, job opportunities and all these things. He's thinking about this and he needs time to breathe and think about Then he says he's taking a gap year. In that gap year, he's going to fly to Canada to go and check out Canada, go to UK, go and see if the life suits him, go to America, do all these things in that one year. You, that gap year is a car, see? Then you say you are at Imbali, or you are sitting at Imbali, um, zone, zone 14. Is it in zones? Unit 14. You are in, there are zones. Units. Yeah, you are sitting at Unit 14. Even money to pick a taxi from Unit 14 to come to town, it's not there. Then you say you are taking a gap year. Instead of going to UKZ10 to get some small NASFAS and continue your life, pressing towards your, your goal, you are following this guy who already has a future. You see these guys who say they have resigned from um, being part of the royal family. As they have, you see that their child that they had, the last child, Achi or something like that. Is it Achi? Achi. Uh-huh. Do you know what the queen left for Achi? They say the queen didn't force for Achi. Go and see what they mean by he did. She didn't force for him. It's like she didn't. She didn't give him much. Go and see what it's meant by not much. Then you two say you have resigned from your life. That's what I'm saying that. People don't know that there is a problem. So if you as the pastor, you don't sit there and start to talk to them and even bring out the realities of life. I mean, I spoke to a guy. I'm talking about multiply senior pastor. Maybe today that's what we'll do and we'll go. Multiply senior pastor where the pastor is counseling and talking to the people and giving them advice. Where you to rise up the same way he gave you advice on your school, on your life, on your health. You to do the same for the person. And I said, I spoke to a guy one day. He said, the white people are trying to cheat us. The system. I mean, he, his own Christ wasn't the white people. It's like the system is trying to cheat us as black people. It's designed against us. So, instead of going to school to pay school fees, I think he didn't get NASFAS or something. What he's going to do is that he's going to go for lectures, but he's not going to register. He's not going to register in the school. Do you see it? He won't register, but he will go to the school. He will get the knowledge. You wait. He will get the knowledge from the school and everything. So by the time he got, he got mechanical engineering. He qualified for mechanical. He got admission for mechanical engineering in NMU. In those days when it was, before he became Nelson Mandela University. Yeah. But he's not going to register. He has to pay registration fee. No. 
but he will beat the system and go to school, go for it. All the people are his friends. He will be going for lectures and everything. And then he will finish in three years. And he will have the education that the people have, the knowledge, everything. As I was talking to you, I was shocked. I almost, I almost weed on myself. So I said, okay, 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 that's fine. You by all means... You, I mean, what your, 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 friend, your friend who will qualify will know, you will also know. How many of you agree that they will all know the same thing? I say, yes, it's true. Then I said, you see, right now it won't be a problem. I think right now it's a smart move. You should even clap for yourself because you are, I mean, you are, very, you are the first white, this, this level of wisdom, you are the first person I've seen operating this wisdom. It's a high, it's angels. It's like the wisdom of angels and of gods. You get like Plato, Aristotle, those, those type of Solomon level wisdom. Zeus, yeah, presiding this level. Greek gods, mythology, wisdom level. Archimedes, Pythagoras, Her- Hercules was strength, eh? Einstein. Aristotle and Co. Newton, thank you very much. Hey, Bishop, who are these people? That's why I said go to school. That's why I told you to go to school. You said you won't go. Now you see, gap year, gap year. <laughs> this is what was taught when you took the gap year. <laughs> so, I'm closing. I just have six minutes to close. So I told the guy that, do you know where the difference will come? He said, oh, there will be no difference. I said, you see, the, the, the same system that you are trying to beat is the same system that will remunerate you when you start working. And that system pays according to the paper you are carrying. Not according to the knowledge in your head. No, no, no. According to what the paper state says. You say you are a doctor, there must be a paper that says that you are a doctor. You say you are a lawyer, there must be a proof, a paper. So what will happen is that you will go and work in, say, VW, but they won't employ you as an engineer. They will employ you as a technician, a mechanic. You will just be there. Now, because of your smartness to beat the system, you know so many things. So when you start working... You will be working with one of your mates that you went to school with. But he is an engineer. And you are a fitter. Do you see it? So, he will be telling you what you are doing. But he knows that you know the stuff. So, he will just be letting you do the work. He will just, because you know a lot of things. Oh, do this. Oh, this car. We don't know what they look at it and see. Then you can so is this, is the carburetor. They didn't build the thing. They didn't use, use all these Pasalungani words. Then, you fit the car. So, okay, great. But when it's payday, he, he will be paid 36000 Then you will take 7000 home. What? Is it because he's smarter than you? No. He has a paper, a document that says that based on him coming to work to do this work, he must be paid. He's worth this amount. And you don't have any paper. Just your ID and the knowledge inside your head. And I'm sure proud to me sitting down with him and counseling him 
oh, he's been moving in the neighborhood and everybody are saying, everybody in the area is saying, this guy is really smart, you know. Hey, we needed this guy during the struggle. And yeah, if he was here, oh, we would have had independence way before even now. We wouldn't have needed Nelson Mandela to come out of prison. I mean, he's very, and he was into Steve Biko, black consciousness. That guy was into Steve Biko. Yeah, black consciousness. Yeah, hey. Mandela, it took Mandela 27 years. One problem. How does it take you 27 years to solve? He would have solved it in one year. So I told you, that's what is going to come. We are going to be sitting here. You, so I told you, you see this, your ankles, you see they wear the blue, blue municipality thing with the safety boot, and then they'll be carrying their lunch back at dawn, then they will go. That's what you will become. As against, you come and pack your GTI. You have come, you've packed from work. It doesn't get, it's fresh. It goes into the plant to come out. Why would they come back dirty? If it's not working, you pack it, you drive another one. And they fix it there where they made it. And then you'll be cruising like that. I showed him an engineer who was driving a cross polo. When cross polo, cross polo had just been released. It was like, like they just released it. He's the first, he told me there's a new um, GTI or whatever it is, golf, you know, those type of cars, bad boy cars, coming out. It's called a cross polo. I said, cross what? So, two days later, he said, oh, let me show you here. Come, let me. Then he took me outside my office. Oh, this is the cross polo. I said, wow. The same time it was being released, he was driving one. I said, paper, the paper is talking. And you, this high brain, high level, next level wisdom guy. But he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. How do we get there? Council. I told my pastors in Durban, Sunday after church, I don't want anybody running around. Anyway, I'm going to drop this person here. I'm going to drop this person here. Don't drop anybody. Sit down. Let's, let's counsel the members, all of us, one by one. Take a chair. Take a chair. Sit here. And talk, even if you talk to two people, take your time, talk to them. Say, I'm waiting for them to come and tell me they, they have a problem. Look, most of them, many are mad, few are roaming. A lot of the people who have a problem don't know that they have a problem. They, you start to talk to them, suddenly you see they are crying. Meanwhile, they were smiling when they were coming to they were happy. When they say, oh, etada. You start talking all day. When I used to use this, that's one of the things, reasons why I stopped using Anybody who comes to that office cries. Yeah, anybody. The men, women. And they will be talking. I'll, be, I'll fold my hand like that, listening. <laughs> Crying. When I went downstairs, people don't cry anymore. Look, we had one guy. If you want to know a guy who's hardened, like a guy, a male, who's hardened, it was that guy. I mean, hard guy. No emotion. Even his skin cracked. You don't know whether, does he use Vaseline? Does he use pomade? When he, but like, their skin is hard. Charlie. Like Hercules. One day I sat with him in the office. Yeah, like, or Achilles. I sat with him in the office. He started to talk. First sentence. By second sentence. Oh! <laughs> Ooh, then he started to cry. Meanwhile, do, do you know, I didn't call him for a meeting. He was just passing by saying hello. 
I said, hey, Charlie, sit down, sit down. Charlie, how? Then we, by three minutes, he has started crying. If you had met him five minutes earlier, he would have told you, I don't even have one problem. I don't, I'm fine. I'm okay. It's when you start talking to people, then you see they have issues. All of us have issues. If somebody were to just care and stretch a hand to us, we will bring out their issues. And that's what the senior pastor does. You must also do some. It's one of the reasons why when I finish preaching, I don't stay here because they're here, hello, hello. Like we went for a program this weekend. Look, I don't remember anybody that was there. The place was full. Full, I don't, you are just smiling, taking pictures. Hello, hello. By the time you smile to even recognize the next person, is like you are talking, somebody is talking to you. It's like you can't even talk to anybody. So we left. So it doesn't, it doesn't produce anything. That's all I feel, no, I just go down. Bring me this one. Let's, let's, let's grow the church. Let's establish the people one by one. Either smaller group meetings or individuals or one by one. Just standing and greeting, greeting. It doesn't, it doesn't change anybody's life. Because whilst you are talking, the real thing that will advance the person's life, they can't tell you here. Because as they are standing here, Zenanda is also standing by, by here, waiting. Even she's gradually pushing forcing you out of the way so that she can be centered. So is it now they are going to talk about eh, Bishop, eh, you see my mother, my, they can't say even if they want to cry, they can't cry here. I mean, if you cry here, that's Rashida level. I mean, next level crying, that's here. God has blessed us with two lady, new lady pastors. Okay. Yeah. Sunday Sunday will introduce them to you properly. Okay. Yeah. You see, they can't cry here. They have to go to a private space where, where they, 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 they can cry. And sometimes when you cry, throw me some people cry, their noses run. Or they, they can't cry in public. You have to give them, and they, their nose needs to run. Maybe it's a viral infection. Their nose needs to run for the problem to go. Ratiwe. It's time to also counsel people, talk to them, guide them, become a senior pastor in Anadeya. One person cannot do all the work. All of us, all, every, if all of us rise up and say, okay, we, when we have a, a problem, we take it to Bishop. The rest of the people, when they have a problem, they bring it to us. So we must make ourselves available, accessible to them. So that the church will start to grow. The people will start to be established. Yeah. Hallelujah. So let's rise. Pastor Stoll has given us about six, seven things that a senior pastor does. You to rise up. He comes to hold meetings at your place. You to hold meetings with your people. He calls you to pray with you. You to call your people to pray. I said, he's the reason why you are here today. Who is here because of you? Who is here because of you? He has organized you to be here. Who have you organized to be here? Multiplied senior pastor. Multiplied senior pastor. Multiplied. The work will just start to go on. It will start to grow by itself. Grow by itself. Grow because everybody is putting in a shift. 
Everybody is busy looking for people to bring to church on Sunday. You to be busy looking for people to bring to church on Sunday. Yeah. Busy. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, brothers, the message has not finished, but where the time is, is quite far. So we'll take a break today and trust God to continue next Tuesday. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to you. Lift your hands, let us pray. Father, thank you for all these senior pastors, workers, laborers that you have raised in the name of Jesus to help pastor your people, to help grow the church in the name of Jesus. Let no member of our church be neglected. Let no member of our church be without a shepherd. Let no member that you have blessed us with be without care in the name of Jesus because you are anointing each and everyone here specially to be a shepherd, to be a pastor, to be a leader, to others who are not here today in the name of Jesus. We thank you. Thank you for special graces and special gifts to reach out to other people and to pastor them in the name of Jesus. You are our great example. Jesus, you are a great example of a shepherd. Help us to follow your example in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Let's all dedicate our lives to Christ. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe you died for me and you rose again. I confess that you are the Lord of my life. From today, I belong to you. I will love you. I will serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.